Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening and welcome to another session of It's Electric. This is our first in four weeks. I feel like I've been on a long vacation, but I'm glad to have everyone here, whether you're here live or uh, listening through ACB Media. We're very glad to have you. Thank you, Brad, for streaming today, and thank you, Mike, for being our host. We are going to talk about all things small kitchen appliances, so what I'd like to do is start out by having each of you introduce yourself, tell where you're from, and then if you want to talk about a particular electric appliance that you have, or if you have a question about one, or if like someone I know who is among us, you have a recipe that you might want to share with everyone, please take the time to do that. And we'll continue from there. So if you are a participant tonight, please raise your hand, tell us who you are, where you're from, and go on from there. Do we have any raised hands, Mike? As of yet, no. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wait a minute. <gasps> Peggy's hand goes up as I say no. Ah, so, Peggy. Peggy, go ahead. Hello. I decided I better get to that quick since you... Uh... Yeah. That's right. Um, my name is Peggy, and I am from Florida. I live in Florida, but right for the summer, we're up in Michigan visiting, so um, where it's much cooler, by the way. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, and uh, zucchinis have just apparently come into uh, into season here. So um, for the last couple of weeks, I've been doing different things with zucchini, and um, we. Uh, I tried one last week that. Was a, that I made in the air fryer, but it was a little more complicated. You had to like cut the zucchini into circles, and then you had to dip them in egg, and then mix them, in, you know, dip them in breadcrumbs and all this kind of stuff. But um, but I saw another one the other day that I tried tonight, and it was very easy. Um, they wanted you to cut like uh, cut the zucchini into like spears. So I basically cut the ends off the zucchini and then cut the zucchini in half um, and then cut each half into like eight little spears, you know, kind of thing. Um, and anyway, then they just wanted you to put a little olive oil, some seasonings, and they recommended either like Italian seasonings or herb de Provence, which I had some of and didn't know what else to use it on. <laughs> I put some of that on and some uh, grated Parmesan cheese. And then I put them in for about, um, put them in the air fryer for about 10 to 12 minutes. And they were perfect. They were like not too soft like zucchini gets, but just about right. So they were good. Yeah. And Sounds very easy. delicious. Yeah, yeah, very easy. And I semi-healthy. Like <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, right now, and most people probably don't know this, my husband and I are embarking on a new eating plan and part of that includes eating more vegetables and that one sounds like it would fit right in with our eating plan so yeah yeah we'll have to it, try that one 
I think it really is pretty healthy because, like I say, yeah. just you didn't need much olive oil, maybe you know, less than a tablespoon, certainly, and right. uh, and a little Parmesan cheese, and that was it. That was great. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Sure. All right. Do we have any other brave people among us? We do, and our next hand is Sandy. Hey, Sandy, how are you today? She's still muted. I'm going to send her an unmute. All right. Sandy, if you're on a computer, you might have to go hit the got it button. Uh, while we're waiting for Sandy. Hang on a second. Okay. Let's go to Herbie. Oh, Herbie. Herbie is never at a loss for words. Well, I think I saw him once at a loss for words. Hey, Herbie. Herbie. All right, gang. Um, let's see. So hold on. Got to send this text first. And um, kind of important. All right. Sorry about that. All right. So small kitchen appliances. I have a Ninja blender. I have two air fryers, a bigger air fryer, which I really prefer the grill plate for and a smaller air fryer, which I discovered the other day does not do justice to broccoli. So I am going to <laughs> use the bigger air fryer for that. Um, I've got a new wave, the push button type. That is like a standalone burner that is uses induction. I've got a toaster, obviously. I've got a um, <clears throat> coffee maker, which um, it still gets used for, uh, you know, I use it for coffee and for tea, actually, because um, <clears throat> it's really good about to dispensing hot water. Um, haven't used it for coffee much lately, but that's a whole other story. Um, uh, what else do I have small um, thing wise? I have a talking thermometer, which I've not used in years. Oh. Um, <laughs> and uh, let's see what else, what else? Um, that's pretty much it for like the big things. Um, the, you know, of course, your typical stove, refrigerator, uh, that uh, type of thing oh i have an air popper for popcorn i ah. have that um so and of course i uh, do have a microwave which uh, talks and um an another handy kitchen tool which uh, somebody else used on my cooking call yesterday it was so handy uh, you know a, a google smart speaker that i use as a convenient timer when i'm out in the living room so ah yes. they, they don't label that as a, ki a kitchen appliance but uh, it should be you know so well, and I think a lot of us use those now, Herbie, whether it's Google or Amazon, but yeah. I know I do. Yeah. Yep. So, except this morning I was using it and the power went out. Oops. <laughs> so. Well, the good news is, is it doesn't affect not just your timer, but whatever you were cooking too, unless you were using a match or something. So, uh. Well, actually, I was timing the time that I was leaving the dogs out because oh. we had a lot of rain, so I didn't want to leave them out too long, but I wanted to leave them out long enough to do right. what they needed to do. So, Well, don't forget, you've also got, you can also use uh, your smartphone as a timer, too. That um, is true. Yeah. 
That is true. And I do, have not forgotten don't, that. Don't cook so, with it, but. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, we are glad you're here. So I want to know about how you dig your broccoli. What you, was said that? The little, you said the little fryer wasn't so good with it, but the big fryer was. No, I think I overcooked it or something. So I think it's a little going to do a bit easier in the bigger air fryer. Um, but that's okay. You're just roasting it? Yeah. I was just trying to air okay. fry it to give it some nice crisp. and. Uh, I haven't tried that yet. I'll have to try that with broccoli. I've done it with other yeah. things. Okay. For those who may not have heard me say this yet, um, roasting okra. And, you know, if you're like me, you're going, ew, okra, because normally I don't like okra. But the only way now that I really like okra is to take the pods and cut off your ends and then put it in a little olive oil and whatever seasonings you want. Put it on your um, air fryer basket or if you don't have an air fryer, put it on a pan in the oven and cook it for about 15 to 20 minutes. and. Uh, at about 400 degrees and oh y'all it's so yummy it's crispy on the outside and soft on the inside and delicious i i compared it to french fries i mean it's to me it's almost that good and normally i do not like okra so if you haven't tried that and if you like okra or even if you don't like okra but want to see if you'd like it this way i suggest that you try it it's not hard to do all right. Do we have Sandy? I, I, I got to try that. I got to try that. That's, oh, yeah, definitely. You're a Texas guy. Before, you probably yeah. like okra. Well, I'm not originally from Texas, but I, I did learn to like it being here in Texas. And uh, Okay. There you go. I'm not originally from Tennessee, but honey, I'm Tennessee through and through. So There you go. Can't we, help where my parents were when I was born. I've spent now equal amounts of time in Florida and Texas. So, you know. Ah. Probably a little bit more Texas now. So I guess you could say I'm Flexus with a little bit of other states mixed in there. You know, right. So. All right. All right. Um, it looks like Sandy's still muted. So Sandy, um, you can try to unmute. Try Alt-A. Um, I'll send you another ask to unmute. But other hmm. than that, there are no hands. Oh, wow. Sounds like we might have a small group tonight. I was hoping we'd have lots of people since we hadn't had it for four weeks. Well, while Sandy is trying to get unmuted, and I hope you are, sometimes I've also had the problem if I haven't talked for a while where my computer will end up somewhere else, and then I have to double check to make sure that I'm still on the Zoom window, and then I'm at the place where I can unmute. So that might help too. I don't know. But Anyway, I hope the people who are not here tonight that suggested this, and I don't remember who did, are at least listening or will hear this podcast or broadcast later. But somebody said, what about ice cream makers? Now, first of all, I do not have an ice cream maker. I've never seen an electric ice cream maker, or if I have, I don't remember it. But I went online because I said I would. And looked up different ice cream makers. So for those of you who are interested in which ones might be the top ones, evidently um, Ninja makes one called the Ninja Creamy Ice Cream Maker. Very original name. Cuisinart had a few that were um, in their in 
uh, different people's top reviews. They had the Cuisinart Ice 21, the Cuisinart Ice 30, the Pure Indulgence, and I must like what it, I must have liked what it said about that one because I have an exclamation point after that one. So maybe I was thinking if I decide to get one, that's the one I'd get. Yeah. I, the Ice 100. And then there was the Breville or however you, B-R-E-V-I-L-L-E 1660 Smart Scoop. The KitchenAid Mixer Attachment, you know, the, for the ice cream. Winter Upright Ice Cream Maker, yeah. Hamilton, Hamilton Beach, Auto Ice Cream Maker. Jeannie, can, can you hold on one second? Yeah, We're that's getting fair. some, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to figure out where it's coming from. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask you guys if you're not speaking to mute. All right, we'll try this again. Go okay. ahead. No, no, um, hold on. All right, I'm going to just ask everybody to, I'm going to, I'm going to, people that aren't speaking, just go ahead. Okay. Hamilton Beach Auto Ice Cream Maker 68330. And there are at least three different kinds of ice cream makers. So you can get one according to what you want. There are ice cream makers that have a compression compressor in them, you know, kind of like a refrigerator does, but I'm sure much smaller. There's the traditional where you use the rock salt, but instead of you having to crank it all the time, evidently it does that when it's plugged in. Then there's the one, and this one seems to be the most common. It's called the frozen bowl, where you have to put the bowl in which you're going to make the ice cream or the container of the um, product in which you're going to make the ice cream in the freezer for several hours, like up to 24 hours. Um, there was also a nostalgic four-quart ice cream maker, a Zoku ice cream maker, single serve, and a Yananza soft serve ice cream maker. So just to kind of whet your appetite a little with ice cream makers and the possibility of getting one, you may want to go online or go to your local store that sells small appliances and check those out and see what you think. Um, but evidently I liked the, the sound of the pure indulgence because I did put an exclamation point after that one, but I, I did not buy an ice cream maker during Amazon prime days. Speaking of which, if you are a prime member, I hope that you were fortunate on Amazon prime days to get a good buy on something. Uh, I did not buy an electric appliance, but I did buy a set of mixing bowls. It's five stainless steel nesting mixing bowls that have the silicone bottom. And the largest bowl has an insert that you can take out of the middle so that you can mix things up and it can't splatter everywhere. But also, if you're not mixing things on that insert, it had three different little round things, um, one 
had a slicing blade like you'd find on one side of a box grater. Another had the small shredding or grating, and the other had the larger grating holes. So that's kind of fun. I haven't tried those yet to see how well they work, but I'm sure I will now that my husband and I are on this new eating plan. So there you go. All right, Miss Sandy, let's see if you can unmute yourself and talk to us. Sandy, go ahead and unmute. All right. Um, hearing nothing, we'll go. Can you hear me okay, now? There, yes. there you go. <laughs> so my my braille note and uh and your stuff wasn't working well together um, uh, i am new to this program uh, but i was able to um buy a dash egg cooker on amazon prime oh wow, good prime days and um, i do own a talking microwave and i use my echo as a timer and uh, let's see. Um, and that's, that might be all I have in terms of, uh, electrical stuff, but I am one of those folks who, uh, loves eating, but doesn't like cooking. And so the, the less time I can spend in the kitchen and the more time, uh, people, uh, the more time appliances will give me by doing more of the work, the happier I am. I get that. And where are you from, Sandy? Utah. All right. Well, it's very, oh, oh, you know, I'll bet I know you. <laughs> did you go to Peabody years ago? I did. Okay. Yeah. We know each other. Oh. I was, I was Jean Ward then. Yes, I yes. do. Yeah. yeah. Yes. All right, Sandy. Good. Good to have you. I'm glad you joined us. That's yeah. awesome. All right. Do we have any other hands, Mike? Yes, we do. All right. We have an iPhone. Kajun, you tell me who you are, please. Hi. It's. Can you hear me? Yep. Yes. Oh, good. It's Lynn. Um, Hi, Lynn. I need to fix that. I need to. I've been here before, Jeannie. How are you? Yes, I remember. <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Um, it's funny. You guys were talking about ice cream makers. I was on vacation last week. And um, we, I made ice cream with my cousin for the very first time and her ice cream maker. And so it was a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, I think it might've been a Hamilton beach cause it, she had to freeze her, she had to freeze her bowl. Uh-huh. Um, and it was delicious. I've never done it before. Wow. So it was really great. And it looked very accessible to me. I didn't actually run it, but uh, it was all electric. You, the churning was all done electrically mm -hmm. and there was no rock salt or anything like that so oh that's good yeah that was pretty cool so um let's see other than that i have a instant pot which i'm learning an air fryer we have an alexa or an amazon microwave um uh, you know and a microwave run with amazon right. echo um <laughs> gosh let's see um I have other small appliances, but right now I am drawing a blank. But anyway, I'm I'm trying to learn my instant pot. I'm kind of afraid of it. <laughs> um, but I, I really feel like that's important to learn. It's just it's my roommate's actually, but it sits around here and not, does nothing. So I she doesn't she's afraid of it too. So I thought, well, Aww. I might as well try it. So so I got some accessories for it. Um I 
did have a question. I made some brown rice in it yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was very good, but I um, it was it stuck a good bit. And then I know there's a isn't there an insert? I was trying to find that in, uh, in like a nonstick insert that I can get for the pot. You can buy a nonstick insert, and you have to make sure you know that you get the size you want because they have them in three quart and six quart, and I guess eight and ten. I don't know, but. I have gotten a a nonstick insert for both my three quart and my six quart. So, okay. yeah, and for things that you think might stick, like rice or something like that, I do recommend that. Also, I don't <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know if it had you do this. Usually, I'll put a little pat of butter on the bottom first, you know, before I start yeah and, i didn't say to and i wondered why yeah well so. you know sometimes you just have to use your better judgment and you know and okay. it, it doesn't have to be much you know it can just be a little pat like you might get in the store just cut off the end and stick it in there so okay and that that okay. might help but if you want to get the insert yes they absolutely do have inserts for them and i do i don't use my inserts very often but I do use them if I'm making something where I think there might even be the slimmest chance that I would get a burn signal because I don't like okay. a burn signal. Um, no. Also, um, remember, if you're making mashed potatoes, don't make it in the nonstick insert because if, like me, you mash your potatoes with the mixer which is what i do some people say oh don't ever use a mixer oh, I, hey, I do that i use time. a mixer so don't ever do use that on a non-stick insert because it could damage it of course because oh you know, okay you know, yeah. generally the beaters are metal and they're going at a fast rate of speed and you know, all that good yeah stuff. i i do it in my stand mixer so i have a special bowl for that anyway okay so. good okay so, awesome. okay thank you you are very Thanks welcome for the tip. glad you're back thank you all right. Do we All have- right, next. Yeah, we do. We're going to send it over to Jan, who hasn't spoken. Hi, Jan. And you can go ahead and unmute. There you go. All right. Hi, Jan. Can you hear me? We can. Well, that's funny because it said I was muting myself, so I, I don't. Well, anyway, <laughs> I have had a little experience with electric ice cream freezers. Oh, good. Um, not any of the ones you named because oh. um, I think the last time I was with uh, I was with somebody two or three weeks ago that was making ice cream in a freezer that was old. Is the first time I did it which was like in the 80s. Uh-huh. So um, most ice cream freezers that are that age, um, you have to, it's a good idea. We didn't do this once and, and we regretted it. You had to chill your container mm-hmm. um, before you make the ice cream. And then you put, you mix up all your ice cream ingredients and put them in the container and put it in the, freezer and then you fill up the distance between the outside the wall of the freezer and the wall of the container with ice and rock salt and then you put the motor on and when it locks in place it goes and it just goes until it you know you just wait till it's slowing down or about to stop 
to see that when your ice cream might be done or and you might also need more ice and I mean yeah ice and salt but it it's a pretty um self-explanatory thing when it's too hard for the ice cream to turn the motor stops okay and where are you from Jan Mississippi okay now the one that you used a couple of weeks ago um did you have to did did you have to use rock salt with it as well? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and now I don't know about any of the modern ones. Both of these were just really old. Oh, so this they was an really old one. simple. Uh-huh. All right. Cool. Well, that's interesting. And the ice cream was good? Yes. It's very, it's not um, like what you buy in the store. It's more like soft serve. Uh-huh. Yum. What kind did you make? Uh, I think we made... Peach the first time I made it, and vanilla the second time because we didn't have any peaches. <laughs> yeah, I hear peaches are really expensive this summer and hard to get. Well, yum. That sounds delicious. Well, I'm glad you decided to join us, and I hope you'll come back. Is this well, your first time? I don't time? ever get to come because I had to go to choir practice in oh. this month. Oh, okay. Well, awesome. Well, then, and and... Unfortunately, we won't be back again this month, but we will be back in August. But I know you'll be at choir practice then. So yeah. I'm glad you were able to join us tonight. Well, which which week do you come on? We do it the first and third Wednesday of every month. Okay. And occasionally, if there's a fifth Wednesday, if no one else has that slot, I'll ask to do it then too. So, Well, I will see you next time the choir's off. All right. Sounds good. And just so everyone will know, and you may already know, on the weeks that we don't have It's Electric, the second and fourth Wednesday of the month, generally, if she is well enough and now she's back to doing things, Sheila Young has her recipe swap. And that's always fun, too. And you can get on her mailing list and get the recipes from each session of recipe swap. So just keep that in mind, too. All right. Do we have any other raised hands, Mike? Desi's up. All right. Hey, Desi, how are you tonight? I'm good, Jeannie. I got in a little late because I was on another phone call, and um, all of a sudden I thought, oh, my gosh, it's electric is happening. (laughs) (laughs) I know the feeling. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you kind of have to be there on time. (laughs) Well, yeah, but I have that, oh, my gosh, Desi's Diner is happening on Friday. So, oh, yeah. I I know the feeling. Absolutely. Well, um, so I don't know. Are we mostly just talking about our things as usual, like our appliances and all that? Yeah, or whatever we want to talk about. And we were kind of focusing on ice cream makers because someone had asked about that the last time we were together. So I I have a question about my TOA 60 because I've used it for various things along the way. But and, and quite a bit, actually, but I am confused about the fact that there's a timer on both sides. Oh, okay. I can I can straighten that out right away. Okay. The, the one on the right is mm-hmm. for the toaster function only. Oh, okay. So, that so when, when you put it on toast, which is to the left of bake, mm-hmm. when you put it on toast, then you use that timer. And it's a funny little timer. You, you'll turn the knob and you'll think, oh, I bet this is 10 minutes. And 
three minutes later, it's going bing, bing. It's a really funny little timer. But um, if you don't have it on the toast function, when you turn that uh, little timer, it does nothing but ticks because both timers are mechanical, you know, rather than right, right. So. But so the right, the right hand one doesn't work for the air fry function. No, right? not at all. Mm -mm. Okay, and I think I did figure that out when I've air fried. But then um, the other day, I I put it to toast, and then uh -huh. I was trying to use the timer on the left, and then it wasn't warming up. And I thought, there you go. Sorry, this why. is broken already. <laughs> so you'd already figured it out. You just didn't know it. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so for anyone who has the toa 60 your left hand knob that timer is for everything except toast but if you have it set to toast then you use the timer that's on the right hand end and you have to turn the timer for the toast like to about where say the you know edge of the knob that you consider your start you know that's initially mm -hmm. i guess at 12 to, to where it's like at about four. I've done it at three and it's like in no time it's beep, you know, yeah, yeah. to say that it's done. And I look and my toast or whatever I'm trying to toast is just like, yeah. I, I find time. that very confusing in a way because the, the selector knob for all of the various features like roast and I mean, warm and bake uh -huh. and you know, all those um, is, is over there to the right. So you'd think, that if you wanted to air fry, for instance, you would use that timer and you would use the other one for the toaster. So I don't know. No, the left one is the main one. And that's the one you're going to use for everything but toast. And that little one on the right okay. is for toast. So, Oh, right. Well, thank you for clearing that up. Well, you are most welcome. I'm glad <laughs> I, I could be of assistance. Like I said, you know, I know that I have figured it out at one time or another, but the problem that I have, my only, my only complaint about that um, particular thing, because I love it. And even people who see it, they go, oh, that's a beautiful appliance. And I bet uh -huh. you don't need your real oven anymore. And I said, yeah, yeah you know, I, I rarely use my, my regular oven. Mm -hmm. But, but uh, is that it has so many selections that I have to keep going and reviewing my list of what is where on the selector dial, because you know, because you start out with warm and then broil and convection broil. And then I think after that is toast, toast, and then bake and, bake and convection, bake and air fry. Yeah. You know, and it's like, wow. You know, if you're like me, you don't use most. Of the, I've, I don't know that I've ever used the broiler one on my TOA. No, no, 60. I don't use that. Uh -uh. And I haven't used the convection ones. I primarily use toast and bake. And air fry. Yeah. 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 Th those are the ones I use too. And um, so I don't know. I think it's nice sometimes to have an appliance that is so multi-purpose. But on the other hand, sometimes I like the fact that something will just do a couple of things or maybe even one thing, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and I, I did, I'll have to find out more information about this. I got the link from my cousin and I ordered one because she really likes it. It's a small rice cooker. It's not like a big gigantic one, but it's, it's a small one. Um, and it's got the bubble buttons on the front of it. Uh huh. And it doesn't have that, you know, some of them have that lever that you push down. Push down yeah. The one I had yeah. had the lever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but those eventually wear out. 
And Mm -hmm. um, that's what had happened to mine. And that's what had happened to hers. And she bought this one and she liked it, but I can't remember. It was a brand that I wasn't familiar with. Um, But anyway, her son-in-law who is Chinese um, absolutely loves it. And she said, if it gets his, uh, you know, approval, then it's a good rice cooker. So anyway, um, I'll find out more information for yeah, you'll have to, yeah, you'll have to find out what brand it is. Cause I but, had one with the lever and I didn't like it so well. In fact, I ended yeah. up giving it away and, and I just do rice in other it. functions too. Like you can do soup in it and you can do other okay. things, you know? Cool. And I thought, wow, that could be really handy. It's not real big. So it would be big enough for probably two people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes like, I want to say four cups of rice, maybe. Um, which is plenty yeah but but if you if you wanted to you could take it to with your with you to your hotel room you know because it's not that big and you could and you could heat up stuff you know or whatever so i thought you know this could be more multi-purpose even than i thought yeah so we'll see let me know how that goes and send me the link i will do it all right. Well, I won't take up any more time, but I just wanted to get in here and say hi and all that. Well, I'm glad you did. And you know what? There may be more time that you can take up. Do we have more <laughs> hands, Mike? Let's go to Peggy. All right, Peggy. Hi. hi um, well, I, I actually have two quick things. One quick thing is uh, Desi just made, re- made me remember this. We were chatting with some folks at the pool a couple of weeks ago here and uh, they were um, originally from Florida as well, but anyway, they were, had come on like, they were doing like a a three week driving tour around and staying, visiting a bunch of golf courses and doing a bunch Mm. of stuff. But she happened to mention that she had a small air fryer and she brings it with her to the hotel rooms Mm -hmm. and cooks with that. You know, because she said a lot of them have like mini fridges and stuff. Right. Um, but she said that when they're staying like three or four days at one location, they don't want to eat out every night and all that. So she was cooking different things in the air fryer. And I thought, wow, I never thought about that, you know, with some of the smaller ones. it's the, Yeah. But she said she cooked fish a lot. She cooked pork ops and all kinds of different things. So, yeah was kind of a good idea. But anyway, the I was going to mention, I have the Pampered Chef ice cream maker, which oh, okay. I actually got from the um, ACB auction a couple of weeks ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I did try it yesterday. Um, and it's it's pretty good. It is one of the kind that you put in the, the, the bowl in the freezer, and they uh-huh. suggest putting it in there for like 40, uh, 24 hours. Right. And they also, after you mix up the ingredients for the ice cream, they suggest um, refrigerating those as well for at least an hour or two, huh. um, so that it it's you have both the cold container everything really cold. really really cold. Yeah, yeah. So um, we did make it yesterday, and one thing I don't like about it, and I'm going to try something a little different next time, but they. The recipes suggest that you, um, they have like a hole in the lid. Uh So they suggest you start the churning, the paddle going, the electric paddle thing going. Um, And then 
pour the stuff into the to the bowl through this hole in the lid. Well, that didn't work out real well. <laughs> I didn't have anything with a very good pour spout. So uh, anyway, that was a bit made up a bit of a mess. But anyway, um, but I did look at some YouTube videos and, and those um, the lady did just put the stuff in and then started it. So I'm, uh. I'm going to break the rules and do that next time. So. How big is the hole? It's probably about two inches around, uh, across, so not not. If part of the problem is I didn't have a bowl here with like a pour spout, which mm -hmm. normally I would have, but I didn't have one here. Yeah, so. I was thinking about like the big, um, uh, the big glass measuring cups that have the pour yeah, spout. Yeah, I don't have one of those either. Yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. the Pyrex one. Yeah, that would have right. worked, but uh, yeah. yeah. We were trying okay. to spoon it in there and things like that. But it was very easy, and it came out good. It is sort of yeah, soft well, serve consistency, but... Uh, yeah, anyway, be a rebel and break the rules, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, thanks a lot. Well, thank you, Peggy. I'm glad right. we have some folks who've had experience with the ice cream makers. Yep. We're out of hands. We're out of hands? Oh, but wait a minute, wait a minute. I have two hands. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm being silly. All right, who do we have? Oh, Jan Hawthorne. Hey, Jan. Again. Okay. Hi, can there you, you hear go. me? Yep. We can, yes, okay. ma'am. I have questions about the rice cooker. I just bought one right before Amazon Day, and it's the lever kind. And uh, I noticed just trying to check it out, when it's not plugged in, the lever doesn't go down. Well, that stop will it work when it's plugged in it should i didn't i, I mine i think the lever would go down either way but i would think it would it'll work. go down but it won't stay when oh it's i see plugged in well i would hope it will you'll have to just check that one out and see and if it doesn't stay down you may want to it's a brand that starts with a color a color okay a dark color okay green pan i don't know I don't no, know. It, it's rice. Black and Decker. Oh, Black and Decker. Okay, and you, little, can, you can say the, you can say the okay, brand Okay, okay. I didn't oh, know yeah. if we were. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, and it oh. it's a small one, probably <clears throat> just like the lady that was telling about hers. I haven't tried it yet. Mm -hmm. Um, but it comes with a measuring cup and a, a plastic spoon you can stir with or whatever. I'm sure you know this if you've already had one. But that's probably my next project. Okay. Well, and, and they're all not, they're not all created equal. Also, um, it comes with a measuring cup and it may be specific to the rice maker. You know, the instant right. pots, I don't know if they do now, but they used to come with a measuring cup, but it's not a one cup measure. It's actually three fourths cup. That's what it looked like. And I'm thinking the measuring cup that came with my rice cooker was three fourths cup. So um, I probably couldn't eat much more than that. Yeah, so there you go. All right. Okay, I just was thinking that might be what it was. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. Okay, Thank so you. hopefully you'll have fun with it. I always love getting new appliances. And since we're talking about getting new appliances, and I think I did this after our last get-together, um, since I knew that my husband and I were going to be starting a, an eating plan where we use more vegetables and might be making our own salsas and dressings and all that. I have and have had a big um, 
food processor that I love, but I wanted something smaller, you know, a smaller chopper type thing. And so I did get one. I think the one I ended up getting was Hamilton Beach. And it's real interesting because you put the bowl on the base and you put the little blade in the bowl. And that's about all it does is chop and mix. But you put the blade in the bowl and then you put the lid on. And there's one place where you just push down on the lid and it makes it go, you know, so it it doesn't have any buttons or anything like that. It's very accessible, but um, it's great for smaller things. Last week, I tried making some guacamole from scratch. And actually, instead of using avocados, I had bought something called avocado mash. Well, that was like plain old avocado, all mashed up, but with no seasonings or anything. And quite frankly, my husband and I both thought it was pretty awful. So I thought, well, I'll open these up and I'll put them in the little chopper food processor. And then I'll add some garlic and onion and uh, pepper and I forget what else, but not, not much. But anyway, I actually used whole cloves of garlic and I used some onion. Anyway, I got, it was a little watery and I either added a little too much onion, a little too much garlic or both. So it, it wasn't the greatest thing I've ever made. And I probably should see if, if a recipe book came with it and if they have a recipe for it. But anyway, that was my first attempt at using it, but it did a good job at what it was intended to do. So that was my latest find. And unfortunately, I bought it before Prime Days and my niece had a birthday, which was on July 7th. And so I had to buy her Instant Pot before Prime Days, but she did want an Instant Pot for her birthday. And as you can imagine, those of you who know how into the Instant Pot I am, I was very happy to get her one. And Lynn, I guess you're already using yours since you were talking about um, making the rice. But if you want to try something and you're a little scared, um, send an email to and anyone who has questions about something. I can't answer all questions, but if you have a question that you think I might be able to answer in between uh, the times that we get together, just send an email to community at acb.org and say, Please send this to Jeannie or the It's Electric Lady or whatever you want to call me on that day. Just keep it nice. And um, then I'll be able to get with you and answer your questions. And, and you know, even if you want to do something that you're a little scared of, if you want to have me on the phone with you to kind of be your little cheerleader and prompter. you know, That's really kind. Thank you. Well, you know, as long as I'm not doing something else, I can do that. Well, of course. I, I love <laughs> I love to help people learn to use their instant pots and it's, it's become kind of an obsession with me. So. Oh, can you, can you say the book name of that book one more time that Eisner Meisner, whatever his name is. Oh, Jeffrey Eisner. He is so good. Now let me tell you about Jeffrey Eisner for any of you who may not know and may be interested in instant pots. He has a YouTube channel. And if you have, a smartphone, you can get YouTube on your phone, or of course, if you have a computer, you can get it on your computer. His channel is called Pressure, P-R-E-S-S-U-R-E, -S -S Pressure Luck Cooking, and he has all kinds of things that he does on there. And not only are his recipes wonderful, but he is so entertaining. I think any of you who have seen his 
uh, YouTube videos would agree with me. Um, but he actually has four books. The two that are on Bard are the Step-by-Step -step Instant Pot Cookbook and the lighter Step-by-Step -step Instant Pot Cookbook. He also has two more, and all four of his books are on Bookshare, if you use Bookshare. His third one is something like Instant Pot Comfort Food Step-by-Step -step Cookbook. And the last one is Super Instant Pot Five Ingredients or Less. I think it is something like that. I haven't looked for a while, but those as well as the first two are all on Bookshare. Now, occasionally on Bookshare, um, you know, depending on how the book is written, if tablespoon and teaspoon are written out, it will read it that way when it's reading you the ingredients. Some cookbooks, they just put a capital T for tablespoon and a lower T for teaspoon. And on Bookshare, um, that's not able to distinguish which is which. So that's the only problem that you might have sometimes with books on Bookshare. But I think on his, they're written out. And also, if you've done much cooking at all, you're probably going to know that it's one half teaspoon of pepper, let's say, not one half tablespoon of pepper, or it's two tablespoons of brown sugar, probably not two teaspoons of brown sugar unless you're on a special diet. So, you know, things like that. Sometimes a little cooking experience pays off, but his name is Jeffrey Eisner, E-I-S-N-E-R, and he is awesome. Also, if you're just learning the Instant Pot, another channel is Six Sisters Stuff, and that, and you in your search on YouTube, you can just put Six Sisters Stuff Instant Pot, and it'll pull up the Instant Pot recipes because they have some other recipes that they do as well. I also like Simply Happy Foodie. She has a lot of good recipes. In fact, although I changed it a wee bit, I use her spaghetti recipe, spaghetti and meat sauce or whatever as my, <clears throat> excuse me, as my go-to spaghetti recipe. And I also like 365 days of crock pot and instant pot. And uh, the Simply Happy Foodie is Sandy Clifton. And the 365 days of instant pot is Karen Peterson. And they all is have a book. Um, well, a it's, it's a web. It's a a YouTube channel. Oh, YouTube channel and a website, but they okay. also have books. Okay, thank you. So there's all kinds of good stuff out there for those who are, you know, just getting in, trying to learn. So I say go for it. But anyway, if anyone has a question or needs help in between, just send them email to ac or community at acb.org and we'll try to get together. I did not post any recipes tonight on um, the cooks.com site, but I may try to look up and find some ice cream recipes later this week. And if I do, I'll try to post maybe one from each different kind of ice cream maker just to see how that goes. But know that if I post them, I have not tried them. Okay. All right. Do we have any raised hands? I feel like I've talked enough. We do not. Oh, no. <laughs> and okay. 
we're at about 13 minutes till the top of the hour. And I know that Brad mentioned about that other Right. Program yeah, we're going to try so. to make sure we're done a couple minutes early yep. because there's going to be another um, Zoom uh, community program on right after us. And so we have to make room for them. And so we're going to try to skedaddle out of here in time for them to do that. Um, all right. Anybody have any more questions? Oh, I know one thing I wanted to mention when y'all were talking about taking different appliances to hotel rooms. Uh, there's one lady, and I love her cookbook. I've seen some criticisms of it, but her name is Heather Schluter. I think it's S-C-H-L-E-U-T-E-R. And she wrote um, Cooking with Your Instant Pot Mini. It is recipes for the three-quart Instant Pot, but she and her family um, go to hotel rooms a lot, do a lot of traveling, go to hotel rooms or do some RV traveling. Now, I happen to know, because my best friend and her family, they have an RV, and they actually take an eight-quart Instant Pot in their RV, and I went with them one time, and we made this wonderful... um, Mexican steak and rice dish for supper one night, and it was delicious, and we had plenty, and oh, it was so good. But um, anyway, Heather Schluter um, takes her three-quart Instant Pot camping and to hotels and all that kind of thing, and and the three-quart is small enough that you can do that. Now, if, if you're like us, and let's say you don't have vehicle transportation, obviously, obviously, if you're flying or something like that, you're probably not going to try to pack your three-quart instant pot. And I get that. But anyway, um, it, it's nice that there are different options. And um, I forget who it was earlier was talking about that she bought the uh, dash, I think it was the egg cooker, during the the prime days and and it was funny because those dash products they're already inexpensive but i think they had even cut the price more on prime days and those are all little and so some of those you actually could just kind of put something around it and stick it in a big suitcase so where there's a will there's a way and then we have the little itty bitty like mine um coffee makers that are probably better than what they have in the hotel rooms. At least I think so. So there you go. I I don't know about you, and I'm guessing most of you are like me. I love my small kitchen appliances and the things they give me the ability to do. And I've mentioned that my husband and I are on this eating plan. We're going to try to eat more vegetables and fruits, but we still get to have some meats. And the other day, I, I was on. There's a Facebook group associated with this and I was on the group and I said I'd like an instant pot book you know we're we're doing what's called dash and that stands for dietary approaches to stop hypertension um so it's it's a healthy way of eating and supposedly it's considered the number one eating plan right now I think by US news and world report and um with this you know I I thought you know, I want an instant pot dash cookbook. Well, <clears throat> I got on either Kindle or Audible. I, I checked both. But anyway, I found one or two or three. And I wanted, I think I found one instant pot and two or three for the air fryer and then a few that were just general. But um, 
for those of you who like to get different cookbooks and different recipes, remember that if it's not on Bard or it's not on Bookshare or you don't have Bookshare, if you have Kindle or Apple Books, I don't have Apple Books, but a friend of mine got hers on Apple Books, Kindle or Apple Books or Audible, a lot of times you can find some of these books that you might want. The main thing with Kindle, go down and look and be sure that in the features, it says that it's text-to-speech enabled because not every single Kindle book is text-to-speech enabled. So that's one thing that's really important. But, um, you know, there there are other sources besides Bard and or Bookshare where we can get books for the appliances that we want or um, recipes that are specific to an eating plan that we may be using or an appliance that we may be using. So, all right, any raised hands? No? Nope. Okay. How are we doing on time now, Mike? We're at 52 after the hour. 52, oh my gosh, I don't know that I can talk for five more minutes. Hmm. Okay. Um, also, if there are any types of recipes you all want me to post, um, be sure to let me know that and I can do that. Um, ACB cooks, I put them on there now and hopefully people are seeing them and I put them up there and I'm glad to do that. So it's summertime. Of course, now, you know, vegetables are in season. And so this is a good time for us to really try to eat those vegetables. I I appreciate getting the zucchini idea because, you know, zucchinis are, they've been out here for a little while in terms of, you know, having a lot of them. But, um, you know, throughout the country, I guess that's the case now since they're out up in Michigan where Peggy is right now. So, Take advantage of those. Um, if you have a way to go or someone to take you, sometimes it's fun to go to the different farmers markets if they have one in your area and get the fresh produce right from the farmer. I, I enjoy doing that sometimes. I haven't gotten to do it yet this summer, but I do have a friend and I asked her if we um, could do that sometimes. So I think she's going to take me to do that, but you know, it can be fun and, and you can try new things too. I'm, I'm not always real uh, excited about trying new things, but I've tried new things and found out, hey, they're not so bad. Um, in the last two weeks, I actually tried, I don't know if any of you have used these, egg beaters and they were fine. And I was amazed at how quickly they cooked and how much they seemed you know, like regular eggs, not quite as flavorful, but I guess that's just because it's the whites and not the yolk. And I also learned that, and I'd never had these, you can order them at restaurants, but anyway, I love lettuce wraps. I made some lettuce wraps with roast beef and cheese and lettuce and kind of made a roll up and, and those were really tasty. I didn't even need a condiment. One time I tried them with a little mayo and I actually think that detracted from the flavors. And so the next times um, I did it just plain. So sometimes it pays to, you know, and I think maybe some of you may try the okra that I had suggested earlier. So sometimes it's fun to try new things and I might need to get an ice cream maker and try making ice cream. Who knows? But anyway, any raised hands? Come on, raise your hands, guys. Y'all don't want to hear me do all the talking. 
we don't have one yet, but you mentioned that um, ACB Cooks thing. Um, if that's an email list, you might want to mention the subscription information. Actually, Herbie, are you still here? Oh, he just left. He just <laughs> left. He does a better job at that than I. Um, it's acb-cooks.org. And um, I guess if you send a request to that, you know, and ask to subscribe, they will subscribe you. Um, but anyway, it's acb-cooks.org. So if you want to get on the ACB Cooks um, mailing list, be sure to try to do that. If that isn't correct, I'm sure you can just send an email to community at acb.org and they'll tell you how to do it. So if you're not on the ACB Cooks list, you might want to subscribe to that. Also, if you um, are a Facebook user, if you want to be in a group that focuses on small kitchen electrics and doesn't have a bunch of pictures and images where you're going, what are they talking about? I encourage you to join all, A-L-L, text, T-E-X-T, small kitchen electrics. And there we talk about exactly what we're doing tonight, different small kitchen appliances. You can ask questions and other people who may have experience with that particular appliance will try to answer them. Uh, we talk about models that are or are not accessible. We share recipes. And so feel free to join that group too. We're not quite up to 500 members yet, but we're getting close. So we'd love to have you there too. All right. Any, how much, how are we doing on time, Mike? We're at 57 after. Really? With All right. Well, I, you no know, hands. I, no hands. I think we're close enough. We are few but mighty. Thank you to everyone who uh, was on the call tonight. And I appreciate your participation. Uh, I hope you'll come back. Our next, uh, let's see, the first Wednesday in August, I think, is that August 3rd, 2nd, 2nd, August 2nd. So be sure to be here on August 2nd, 7 p.m. Eastern time. And wherever you live, you know how to adjust it from there. Thank you, everyone, for coming. Thank you, Brad, for streaming. Thank you, Mike, for hosting. And we're going to say good night and get out of here so Brad can get ready for the next show. Thank you, everyone.